Name one person whose life was so much better because they broke a couple of rules. Hi, welcome to the Quipster Film Review Podcast. My name is Vince Leo. I am the author of the film review website, Quipster.net. I invite you to check out over 4,000 of my written reviews. You can read there anytime. Quipster.net is where to go. Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R. Net. While you're there, I do encourage you to check out my other podcast. It is called Around the World in 80s Movies, of course, covering films of the 1980s. You can check that out at my website. That's at quipster.net. Today, I'm going to be looking at a film that's out there in theaters. It is called Book Smart. It's a teen comedy. It is an R-rated film. It does have strong sexual content, language throughout, drug use and drinking involving teens. The runtime is an hour and 42 minutes. Beanie Feldstein, Caitlin Dever... Skylar Gassando, Jessica Williams, Noah Galvin, Mason Gooding, Jason Sudeikis, Billy Lord, Lisa Kudrow, Will Forte, quite a big cast here. Olivia Wilde is the director. The screenplay credited to four women, Susanna Fogel, Emily Halpern, Sarah Haskins, and Katie Silberman. Now, Olivia Wilde, of course, the famous actress, making her feature film directorial debut with Booksmart. She's been dabbling in the craft she made a couple of music videos and a couple of short films, but now she has Booksmart, her first big film. It's a daring and confident debut, I would say. It's likely going to have many encouraging the appealing actress to spend some more time behind the cameras. Booksmart is, at its core, just you know another high school comedy about misfit teens. They're in the Los Angeles area trying to be cool, and, and they're on the verge of going to college and whatever lies in waiting beyond graduation day here. BFFs, Molly and Amy, they've busted their tails off academically all through high school to try to set themselves up for post-graduation excellence. Molly's been accepted to Yale. Amy's going on a mission before she goes to college to help the poor in Africa. Their world, though, gets rocked when they soon realize that the kids around them that look like they just lived to party, they're also going to similarly great colleges. And those that aren't have lucrative careers waiting for them right after high school. They're upset that they sacrificed all their fun and ended up reaping the same rewards as everybody else around them. Molly and Amy decide to go out. They want to have a blast, finally break some rules at the biggest house party in town for their last night in high school before graduation. However, they soon learn a few things about life themselves and one another in their pursuit of this party, especially in how things don't always go according to plan. Now, as you can probably tell from that synopsis, this is fairly standard fodder for high school comedies. Each generation seems to recycle these things, at least ever since the 1980s. However, this is one case where the uniqueness in the journey that you take is far more enjoyable than the familiar sights that you're going to see along the way. The book smart here, it goes for a lot of laughs with an impressive amount of zany energy that's likely going to keep viewers amused by the proceedings, even if there aren't so many moments that inspire genuine belly laughs, some guffaws. I think I laughed out loud all of two times at something that occurs within this movie. I doubt even the most stoic among us could refrain from erupting in laughter at the capper to the watching porn in the taxi sequence. However, even if I didn't laugh out loud, I never found the attempts at humor to overreach to the point where it breaks the illusion of being in these situations. It's one of those movies that keeps me interested and amused, even if I don't find all of the jokes to be hilarious. It's a fun movie. Although Booksmart would seem like the work of someone with a singular vision, the screenplay, as I mentioned, is credited to four writers. Katie Silberman. Silberman wrote a film that came out earlier this year, 
this clever ode to romantic comedies called Isn't It Romantic? Susanna Fogel, who directed and co-scripted the, I think, underappreciated 2018 buddy comedy called The Spy Who Dumped Me. You had two veteran TV writers also who worked frequently together, Emily Halpern and Sarah Haskins. They had written the original screenplay before the other writers did those rewrites. And while the premise that they all deliver is well-covered ground in American films, where they score a lion's share of uniqueness is in the richness of the characterizations that they provide. No one on the screen seems like they aren't distinct and individual people. This world of teenagers feels completely lived in. There's a sense that all of these characters have known each other in a variety of capacities for many, many years. Now, some might have a tendency to call Booksmart a female-led version of Superbad. And while the two films do share some similarities that make it easy to draw some parallels, Booksmart, I think, is sufficiently different in many respects to avoid being called some sort of ripoff or attempt to emulate. I mean, Molly and Amy here are not awkward doofuses who are seen as generally uncool to the point where they aren't invited to the best parties. The girls are almost the exact opposite. They think themselves as too focused and determined to waste their time trying to have fun and spend time with a bunch of fellow students going nowhere they plan to go in life, or so they think. If they're not invited to a party, it's probably because they've said no so many times that they're just just not asked any longer. So you also get the sense that Olivia Wilde here truly loves her characters. She wants them to be strong and confident, even if they may fail to achieve what they set out to do. Unlike many teen comedies that merely set their characters up as complete failures from the outset at everything, it's somehow by chance they get what they want in the end by being good people. Some might say that Booksmart also represents this generation's clueless as well, especially the perceptible levels of affluence among the youth that we do follow in this film. Perhaps that's also apt, given that the film has an innate ebullience that seems to own the moment that it's made in. It captures the youth of 2019 the same way that Amy Heckerling did so well in the mid-1990s. Certainly, given the social posture and the belief system of the kids in Booksmart, this is a movie that could not have come out to represent any previous generation. So it is unique in that way. And although not ostentatious about it, it does try to raise awareness about the next generation, generally being more so-called woke than the last, embracing each other for their differences that once used to mean being ostracized in high school. You can be cool and still be a nerd, and you can be any ethnicity or gender, or you can come out to express your sexuality without need to fear from your own peers. This also celebrates being proud of who you are, and there's no shame in having empowering role models that you identify with. The two lead characters are very proud of great women who've paved the way for other women like them to succeed in a world that hasn't always been accepting. And some of this feels a bit idealized. Jessica Williams' character of Miss Fine steps right out of an assembly line of cool teachers that commonly exist in movies like this to provide proper guidance when needed in the absence of just about any other adult role model to be found between her and Amy's parents who are preparing the most elaborate in-home graduation meal ever, a principal played by Jason Sudeikis who happens to be Olivia Wilde's real-life partner, and the pizza delivery guy. The adults in this film really seem like ones whose lives are passing them by in some form or fashion. They've had their day. They live a little bit more vicariously through the young people. As for the kids, it seems like they're already living the high life. They throw murder mystery parties. They have yacht parties. They're also not going to be readily identifiable. I think for most people to have experienced this, this is a very unique thing 
for a certain segment of Los Angeles. I live not far from where this film takes place. In fact, I've been there many times. There seems to be more of a connection to the already established Hollywood crowd of industry creators than it does coming from a bunch of teenagers from anywhere who just want the night to blow off some last-minute steam. And still, I think in the film's favor, it's also not a movie that tries for realism, and that's really evidenced by this extended stop-motion animation sequence within the heart of this movie in which the two main characters have experienced drugs for the first time, and then they imagine themselves having turned into like plastic dolls, making for, I think, one of the most memorable scenes within the film. I'd be remiss in my assessment of Booksmart if I didn't give praise to the actors involved, especially Feldstein and Dever, for jumping headfirst into these roles and making them extremely likable and very three-dimensional. Their chemistry together is palpable, and it's just fun to see those connections that they share you know, I would probably find them entertaining to observe, no matter what they may be doing in life. And yet, there's still some friction between them. It feels real when things end up boiling over at some point. It's earned, because we sense that they've been living with each other's annoyances for a very long time, just like most best friends do, for the sake of keeping peace within their friendship. And preparation for their roles really did pay off. And Olivia Wilde, in order to make sure that these two girls felt like they actually really did know each other, had these actresses live together for about 10 weeks and do everything together, drive together, eat together, whatever, so that they would naturally feel comfortable with one another in a way that best friends might. The rest of the character actors are very nicely cast as well. None of them seem like they aren't thought out in terms of their personality, even if they aren't getting as much screen time to show very many facets beyond what's needed for each scene. It does come out through the course of all of these side characters that nothing is truly what it might seem from just outward appearances. It's kind of interesting to note here that the two characters, who are the ones who are so-called book smart, and hence the title of the film, have to learn, sometimes the hard way, that they shouldn't be so quick to judge a book by its cover. Book smart, like its main characters, it's bold, it's brash, it's intelligent, it's confident, it's unapologetic, it's offbeat, and full of interesting things to say. It may not always deliver as many laughs as it may actually be trying to achieve, and it might be a little bit too frenetic in its energy level for some people who to be able to properly kind of get in sync with, but I think it has more than its share of refreshing moments to make it a movie worth seeking out for a fun time celebrating the next generation, the so-called Generation Z, who are on the verge of busting out to the world to find themselves. The world does seem a better place with anyone who might resemble Amy and Molly in it. Perhaps they will be the next role models pinned to the wall of the following generation of girls to emulate. So I'm going to give Booksmart three and a half stars out of four. Three and a half stars on my scale means I do recommend it. I think it's a good movie. And if any of what I've said sounds of interest to you, I do encourage you to go out and check it out. Three and a half stars out of four for Booksmart. Thanks, everyone, for listening. I hope that you enjoyed this review. If you have gone out and seen Booksmart and do want to hear what you have to think, you can write to me. You can find my contact information at my website at quipster.net, as well as links to my Twitter feed and Facebook page. Any of those are adequate ways to get in touch with me. Until next time, thanks, everyone, for listening. And I hope that you enjoy your time anytime you get to go to the movies. Thank you.